two, three, four. Sitting on the porch, there is so much on our minds. Grab ourselves a drink, and now we're loving all mankind. We think the world should hear all the things we have to say. As we drink and let our troubles float away. Who are we? Porch Drunkies, Porch Drunkies. Yeah, we're singing our special theme song. Porch Drunkies, Porch Drunkies. Have a drink, turn it up and sing along. Welcome to Porch Drunkies. This is Thomas. This is Megan. And tonight we have finally... Finally, the elusive, the infamous Dave on the porch. I exist. <laughs> he does exist. He does exist. He does exist. Third time's a charm. <laughs> we actually talked a couple of times uh, when the first time when uh, you had canceled and we're like, oh, you know, we had a, a guest scheduled, but they couldn't make it. And right. then the second time we actually, we started repping um, the band. You guys uh, were playing yeah. the next day. Yeah. And uh-huh. so we were yeah. like, we're uh-huh. repping you guys. And I'm like, I hope people hear this and go or i don't know maybe i was like go find them and give them a rash of shit about not being on the podcast like or just enjoy their music or whatever that's fine that's fine too and for the record uh the second time was not my fault that was uh brandon's fault that was brandon brandon porch drunkie yep he said um you have a gig tomorrow you can't go to the podcast which is funny because I had already said that once before. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you want to come on the podcast the night before you're supposed to have a show? Because I was you still might down. Be a tired. I oh, was yeah. still down. Oh yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, here we are. Here we are. Finally, here we are. Elusive. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. Full moon. Full moon. Once yeah. every twenty years. Really? Yep. That's how often it is. Yep. Full moon only lands on Friday the thirteenth once every twenty years. That's mm. crazy. Well, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that is pretty crazy. You know the emergency rooms are going crazy right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, today I was just sitting out here and I hear, like, nine fire trucks go by. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of fire. I'm like, I don't want to look into it, though. It's just going to be depressing. <laughs> People are dying, like always. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want my latte now. <laughs> They're totally arching my mellow, so can you knock it off? <laughs> can you not die while I'm trying to get my coffee? Friday, is... Friday the 13th has always been my favorite day, but I wanted to say big up to Tupac because today is the anniversary of his death. He died on Friday the 13th in 1996. Oh, damn. 1997. Uh, wait, like September Friday the 13th or just no, Friday the 13th? Well, but... It was September, Friday the 13th, 96, yeah. Okay, thank you for clarifying, because there's other Friday the 13th throughout the year sometimes, so... Uh, yeah, this is the golden one, though. This is the, <laughs> this is the or, golden anniversary. Or not so golden. <laughs> what not. is that show? Um, uh, it's, Friday the 13th. No, uh, for, no, no, no. Friday no, no, the 13th, no. the series. It's uh, the Las Vegas, the Pawn Shop show. What is it called? Oh. Oh, Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Mm-hmm. I was watching that the other day, and uh, they actually had Tupac's car... No. Uh, yeah, the, uh, one of the guys was actually looking at buying it on Pawn Stars, and it was going for like one million dollars. So he ended up not buying it. Like the car that he was like the car shot that he was in? shot in. They oh actually uh, covered up all the bullet holes and everything like that, and is selling it. That's kind of morbid. Well, I mean, it's not that he died in it; he just got shot in it. He was right. actually in the hospital for like like five or six days. Yeah. 
Um, but still, no. <laughs> I, would, I would not be. I don't know. Are I, you saying if you didn't have a million dollars, you wouldn't buy that car? No, that? I would not. I would hmm. not. I, I actually That's a lot might. of bad juju. Well, yeah. <laughs> I actually might because, like, what if you're, like, cruising down, like, the road or something and all of a sudden K- Tupac's ghost shows up next to you and he's like, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Big Mouth. Who is the old guy in Big Mouth, the ghost of... It's not Sammy remember. Davis Jr., is it? The ghost of... Oh, oh Louis Armstrong. Is it Louis is it Armstrong? Is Louis Armstrong? But, yeah, I thought it like, was Sinbad. <laughs> no. Those are two completely different... <laughs> no, I know. It's a completely different spectrum. I get it. I get it. Of something like that. Yeah. It'd be like that. Like, that's teenager. Or, maybe, you'd find out who murdered him. Mm. Probably not. If they rebuilt it and, like, covered up the bullet holes and did all that other stuff, I'm hoping that they would find something because they have to tear it all apart in order to do so. That's true. Just saying. Me too. Again, Just saying. big up. Big up to Tupac. <laughs> big up to Tupac. I know you're up there, man. I know. I don't think anybody would ever, re- like, would ever, like, expect me to ever say big up to Tupac, but it fucking happened. At hey, least three times. Nobody ever expected that, that white, old dude who worked for the government oh, yeah. to be sending out like Tupac fucking Tupac Shakur. He celebrates Tupac and he like sends out nice little like, like motivational motivational quotes, quotes from Tupac to everybody in the company. I was like, nobody ever probably saw that coming. Nobody right. Ever, but now he's no longer working for that um. government agency. And it had nothing to do with his Tupac quotes according to the government agency. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a conspiracy. Yes. It's a conspiracy. Yes. Keep the man down. <laughs> Keep the man down. Seriously. <laughs> so Dave is yes. also a musician. I am. He does music far better than probably me or anybody that I'm aware of. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I'm not a music creator. He's a music creator. Right. Really, music creator. Yeah. She's the music. I am completely music illiterate. Like, you could say... <laughs> a, you could say... What is it? Like a a song title. Mm-hmm. Or you could say a member of a band, and I have no clue who you're talking about. Unless it's like Trent Reznor or, you know, Maynard right. or some somebody who I'm really familiar with. Yeah. But if you name another name from a band member or from a, like a song name or something, I'm or like... Or even a lyric. Like a lyric to a song. Like sometimes. a lot of people... Especially men, they love fucking quoting movies, and I'm like, no, I quote songs. <laughs> well, that's funny, is actually when I was actually in my band, Speak No More, uh, when we did shows and stuff, I would always forget my own lyrics. Uh, <laughs> so that you happens, just, yeah. Yeah, you would just make shit up, and <laughs> <laughs> nobody would know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a rendition, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been, that was established on, I think, the third episode that we had. There was a conversation between Jason, Porch Drunkie, yep. and Megan, and they were like, what bands do you hate? And I'm like, I really don't hate any band. Like, right. I, it's really hard for me to hate a band. It's like, you're trying, you're doing something, that's cool. I may not enjoy your music, but hey, that's that's just my that's my opinion. Is there a specific genre that you don't like? Country. Oh, right. Yeah, we got something in common. Yeah, country. I grew up with the old twangy country with like Chris okay. Christopherson, Dolly mm-hmm. Parton, uh, what is it, um... Not Chris Garth Brooks. No wind to hold Faith him. Faith Hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Kenny, okay. Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. So I, I grew up with old twangy country mm-hmm. music, and so I just, I lost my taste for it, like, at a very early age. Gotcha. Um, 
There was a picture of Chris Christopherson actually on my mom's wall for like the longest time. It was like a framed like canvas print. Isn't that in your of... bedroom right now? No. Oh, okay. No. Like, Nothing I would know. I've never been in your bedroom. But... <laughs> <laughs> Not that many people have. <laughs> um, I have. I have a respect for all musicians and all like genres. I always say that music is like the language of the universe, and there are certain dialects of that language that I just don't understand, <coughs> and country's one of them. Mm-hmm. But um, they're the new, con- not new, like not every song is like it, but like Jason Aldean has a couple of songs that I'm like, this is bop, but it's more, it seems more like a rock song versus like a, not maybe not a rock, but like maybe a hip hop kind of country thing mm-hmm. going on. And I'm like, I can, like, this is. I can jam out to this. Well, <laughs> over the past uh, over the past number of years, <coughs> like me. music in general, like genres have been kind of merging together. I mean, you saw mm-hmm. it like in the really, oh, yeah. yeah, really early stages. I mean, you had, um, oh gosh, when it corn, corn was one of them, mixing rap and rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln Park did it. Lincoln Park did Limp it. Biscuit. Limp, Limp Biscuit. Biscuit. Yep. Yeah, but mm. they give a great live show, by the way. Yeah, Limbiscuit? amazing. Yeah, have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you saw them in Aftershock a couple nice. years ago, and I don't know how Fred fucking Durst. old Fred Durst is. He's like fifty. Yeah, F- still fucking got it. Wow, <laughs> like this is amazing. But not only really. that, <laughs> not only that though, he was like climbing all yeah. over the place and getting involved with the crowd. I was He's, like, yeah. you know how to work a crowd. Yeah. That like, was the very first CD I bought when I was like 13 mm. that had uh, the parental advisory on it. Oh, wow. I used to rock chocolate out to that chocolate fish starfish and, and hot dog flavored water. <laughs> oh, God. I'm it was on a cassette tape, too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It wasn't even a CD. It was a cassette tape. Yeah, I'm dating myself. But. I was, I was going to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. I'm like, that should be... I can't say much because I used to listen to eight tracks, so <laughs> just, you know. I mean, it was early on in my years. The eight tracks, I had a very limited selection. It had to do with, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, my and, God. You know. We had um, Co- the Cosby show. Or, no, not the Cosby show. It was I had uh, Bill the, Cosby himself yep, on I had eight that track. On, I had that on a record. It was on an eight track. That was the only fucking eight track. I was like, what is this garbage? Like... What is it? This is too big for any of my tape decks. So what is this thing? And I don't think that my parents ever had a fucking eight track player. So I'm like, why is this the one random fucking eight track like roaming around? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there, yeah, and yeah. you guys can either tell me you remember these or you vaguely remember them or whatever. Do you remember the giant stereo cabinets? I'm talking like full wood. Yes. It looked like an actual cabinet, but yeah. then you open up the lid and there's like a record there's player. There's a record player yep. and in mine was the eight track oh. player. At a very let's just say young age. <laughs> I was I took a uh, the auxiliary input uh-huh. from another stereo. I broke it all apart and everything and then I soldered it to the input on that stereo cabinet and it allowed me to plug in my my uh anything I wanted to at least as far as it had an auxiliary output. I was like, "Oh, so I was <laughs> giant stereo cabinet. I'm sitting there. It was in a poor neighborhood in a a poor apartment complex. We'll Not just poor, put it broke. It was, no, we were poor as fuck. <laughs> Trust me. It was we were poor as fuck. Like when your when your utilities are included with your rent, <laughs> that may be a sign that you're poor as fuck. 
Um, but there was all these, I mean, there was Spanish music going on all the time mm-hmm. around us. So I'm like, and I only had like a tiny little boom box for a while mm-hmm. and then the stereo cabinet. And then I'm like, I can't play the songs. I can play Alvin and Chipmunks really loud and, <laughs> you know, try and offset that. So then I just decided, oh, I'm going to take this apart. I'm going to make it better. And then I connected my boom box to that input. Mm-hmm. That thing was so <laughs> loud. I had nine inch nails playing <laughs> so loud. Nice. <laughs> that goes back to the question, though. That's another genre that I'm like, just don't get it. Spanish polka. Fucking mm. hate it. Spanish polka. It's like that. <laughs> like that, the the shit that you, you just, probably heard. I, I think you just did the chicken dance, but, but. It's, it's very much taken from Spanish polka. You, you brought me back to Jimmy Neutron. For some <laughs> I, was, I was like Jimmy Neutron. Whoa, that was an awesome scene. So, what is the genre of music for your band? Uh, so, before I started to do my own solo uh, project work. Um, I was in a band called Speak No More that I created back in 2009, and it was mainly rock with uh, some screamo, um, but it was, uh, I would call it tasteful screamo, if that's a such uh, <laughs> genre or term. Hashtag tasteful screamo. Hashtag, Hashtag yeah, get screamo. that trending right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did actually have a few of our songs that did play on the radio. We got on like 100.5 The Zone and 98 Rock back in the day mm-hmm. uh, when we were doing our tours and like stuff like that. Like the local licks and shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah for I used sure. to love that. Yeah, so um, a few of our songs uh, made it to the radio, um, and then some of them were a little bit heavier and didn't go to the radio <laughs> so much. But um, So we had like a little bit of a mixture of kind of sounds and genres, if you want to say, in the band. Um, and then that broke up probably like around 2012. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, I still continued to pursue my own uh, recording equipment and started slowly building. Um, so I ended up getting Cubase and got my own mixer and speakers and started buying all my own instruments. Mm-hmm. And I being my own one-man band. So, That's really um, cool. Yeah, so um, basically whatever came to my head, I would just go ahead and start writing out lyrics and then start with a guitar or a piano, mm-hmm. write the melody, and then from there start building layers upon layers and then uh, started laying down the tracks and doing the bass guitar, drums, guitar, synthesizer, keyboard, vocals. How many instruments do you play? Uh, I could play pretty much any instrument. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a master at any one instrument, but I can play any instrument enough to put together a song. That's really cool. Yeah. We, um, oh, my old friend, Michael Grant of an, of Endeavor and Endeavor After. (laughs) Um, he was that guy that like, he, you could play a song for him that you just wrote and Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, I know that song and play, like could play it. Like, yeah, perfectly. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Like, uh, yeah. I went to um, school for music. I actually started going to get my degree in um, audio engineering and stuff like that, and had to take like the classes like music, music theory, theory and all yeah. of that. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like with I've been doing music now for God twenty years now, and um, I've never been able to pick up like music theory and reading music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, it's all by ear. Yeah. So um, every instrument I've ever played is all by ear. Yeah. And just picked it up over experience and just kind of like teaching myself. That's that's how I learned 
to play violin. I went from like a beginner to an advanced player in like a single year. Nice. When I was like 13. Yeah. Because I just literally, I would just be plunking around in my room every night and going like, I'm trying to play a song that's playing in my head. And I would just like, oh, nope, that's not the note. And I would go to go to the next one. I'm like, that's the one, you know? Yeah. And it, that's the only way that I could really get to it. It's like, mm-hmm. I knew what notes I was playing. Right. But when I looked at the sheet music, it's like, I don't just have. Disconnect. Yeah, it's to just, disconnect. Yeah. So I would like, I would, I would write on this sheet music, <laughs> the, like the actual notes mm-hmm. and not like, I wouldn't focus on the actual, like, the music. The only thing I would focus on in the musical sheet is the timing of the note. So if it was like, it was a yeah. whole note or half note or whatever. But. Uh-huh. You guys are way above me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to debunk something though, real quick. Mm-hmm. They always, there's that saying out there, like if you're a musician and you can like mm. play music and like create music and yeah. play instruments that you're a genius at math. Mm-mm. I suck shit at math. I hate math. Yeah, I'm I'm great at math, and I <laughs> but love I'm not math. good at music either. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try my best because I have. I don't know if you saw when you came in. Like I have the I have a bass. I, whoa, I actually put it in the case. That's right. I was cleaning, so I put it in the case. John so, Thomas. <laughs> but I've been learning off of Rocksmith, mm-hmm. like the okay. video game Rocksmith. Uh-huh. Like, I got to a certain point in the um, in the the tutorial lessons or whatever and i'm like fuck this i want to try and play play music and then i just continued playing music i'm like whatever it's basically like repeating i'm like a parrot <laughs> he, yeah and he, he i'm like okay so you got those songs you're doing like perfect every time either change the level of the challenge or go to a different song he's like no they're too hard <laughs> <I'm> like, okay <laughs> no some of the okay so from a bass standpoint I thought that I was going to be all awesome and download the Les Claypool fucking mm. pack, and I, I, I tried. I tried the South Park theme, and that one, Primus, yeah, slap it a bass, slap Dude, it a bass. That is so hard. That is so fucking difficult, and it's just the whole like idea of like holding down multiple strings at once. Okay. That is just difficult. Yeah, um, in my band, Speak No More, um, I ended up finding a amazing bass player. Um, he could just do he could hear something mm-hmm. uh he could just jump in without even hearing it and play the song for the first time right. as it's happening right um he was all in that math rock genre and yeah. if you're familiar with math rock um definitely check it out if you haven't um but it's basically like, like all that tight like the tapping like just like like all over the board um yeah he was Amazing, on a yeah. whole other level. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm like the, the the problem is is that you fucking chose Primus to go after because I'm like <laughs> like it's so bass heavy that like there's no way well, that you yeah. go from like playing this song that, that has some bass in it to playing all bass, you know. Yeah. And it, it's it like was, yeah. and it's that that like that that it's very like oh, what is it? It's like that boom boom ch- boom boom that whole thing like from. My name is Mud. Oh, you know, my the, name is Mud. you know, you know yeah. the baseline <laughs> yeah. of that baseline. Like it's yeah. very, yeah. like I, I can imagine somebody playing that on like an orchestral bass too. Like mm-hmm. you can actually play that on an orchestral bass. Fun <laughs> fact: I used to work at Starbucks. 
way too many years, more than I want to even say <laughs> right. in my life that I wasted there and my soul is still there. Broken. And broken and <laughs> yeah. has not been restored. Yeah. Um, but the one of my... stained. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. Starbucks is a great job. If you are interested, great job. Just kidding. Um, no. <laughs> Poor Drunkies is not, it's not sponsored by <laughs> Starbucks and neither is David. <laughs> but one of my coworkers, uh, his sister is actually married to the guitar player of Primus. Mm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. World. Yeah. Well, are, were they from Sacramento? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Mm. I mean, we saw them in Aftershock, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Through, like, mm. two it was when Tool was there. And Pussifer. Oh, wait, was it the year that Nine Inch Nails was there? No, I think it was Tool. Maybe. <coughs> I don't know. They all mixed together. Yeah. Yeah, all dusty. the Aftershocks keep mixing together, and now they're <laughs> extending it another day, and I'm like, I'm so fucking tired by the first day, I don't even want to come, like, the, yeah. the first... And the only reason why we did this is because I won VIP passes, Mm -hmm. like free VIP passes for the entire weekend. And I was like, all right, let's go. And so we went. And then by the second day, we showed up. We sat there. We listened to a couple of bands. We showed up at like two. Yeah, we showed up at two. (laughs) Well, because the second day had like zero bands at the very beginning of the day that we wanted to see. So I'm like, why do, why are we going to rush the crowd and try and make it there Mm. when we don't have any interest in any of the bands that are playing like before two o'clock? I was like, see, there's playing it too. I want to be there for that. Yeah. I missed it anyways. So whatever. (laughs) But we didn't even stay for the, we didn't even stay for, was it Weezer? No, Weezer we saw the, that night, I think it was like system of a downer. Something like I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not staying for that. Yeah. Well, but not only that, but just trying to beat the traffic because that was also a time where we actually drove ourselves. Yeah, to- actually, it, it is the <laughs> the first. I have it on my Facebook today, um, on this in memory, saying that we left. We t- took us an hour to leave the parking lot on the first night. Yep, an hour to leave the parking lot, and we stayed in a fucking DUI checkpoint for an hour trying to get home. I'm like. Uh. like Alcohol is, is so too expensive. <laughs> Alcohol is too expensive at concerts. Why the I can't get drunk because I can't pay for it. <laughs> like if you're giving out free samples, maybe. Right. <laughs> but you're gonna probably go broke and you're gonna yeah. rethink your idea on giving out free samples, I'll tell yeah. you that. Wait, I think it was the last time we went they had Caduceus wines there, is the Maynard brand yep. of wines. Mm. Yep. And yep. I spent like $16 on, like, the tiniest little stupid glass so I could, like, Instagram story. And I was like, this is so lame. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's better $16 for a glass than $12 for a can of beer. <laughs> you know? yeah, seriously. At least they were tall cans. Yeah, they are tall cans. Yeah. At least they were tall cans. Still not going to do anything. Yeah. I don't... I don't know what that says about me and my, my drinking habits or anything, but <laughs> do I you, mean, our podcast is called Porch Drunkies. So that's <laughs> right. What are we doing right now? Uh, well, we're drinking. We're drinking. Yeah. On the porch. Hey, the porch. here we go. Yeah. Uh, do you ever drink Trulies, Dave? Um, yes. I am a Truly guy. I am not a White Claw guy. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. White, White Claw? No, thank you. White Claw tastes sugary. For some it reason, does. it's a little too yeah. sugary. Yeah, 
Um, but when we went to the state fair, they had a 16 ounce truly can for $12. That's ridiculous. And like, for water, right, exactly. <laughs> for, like, for sparkling water with a, with a splash of alcohol, with a splash, splash of, of vodka, alcohol. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen our Instagram, but, uh, it pretty much makes us look like alcoholics because everybody who follows us and everybody we're following, it's like breweries, <laughs> brewery, beer people, brewery. Yeah. nice connoisseurs of Bruise. <laughs> That's so. It's funny. all alcohol related. It is so, and like all of a sudden, it, well, I guess maybe we weren't really active on Instagram, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go start following people," and I started doing that, and so it's like this whole community. So what they do is like these people that follow these people, like mm-hmm. say, like, "Oh, thank you so much for liking a post or whatever." So these uh, this other brewery in Australia sees it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go like their post." So we have people like breweries from like oh like across the world, and I'm like, "Thank you very much. <laughs> Come talk to us." <laughs> I think I think one of my favorites is Chevy beer. <laughs> Which is Israelian? Yeah, nice alcoholics yeah. unite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seriously. Well, the the legal drinking age in in Israel is what like twelve? I think it's twelve. Is You're kidding? You? No. Wow. <laughs> Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, well I progressive. mean, <laughs> no, it's not progressive. It's not. And they're probably way more responsible. I they know. probably get their license at like thirteen, and there's still like no DUI. I don't even well, think there's cars. No, there, there are horses. There no. are cars. I'm not, hold on, hold on. I'm. This is not a third I, world I country. I do not mean it in the way that it came out of my mouth. I'm saying I don't think having a car there is as prevalent as having a car here. Possibly like, not. It's a it's especially a, it's a if small you're 13 area. years old. You know? Well, but see, the other thing though is, I understand if that legal if that drinking age that legal drinking age is actually 12 o'clock or 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. <laughs> That's my legal drinking 12, age. Yeah. 12 o'clock is my legal drinking age. You pick a.m. or p.m. <laughs> no, but but they're also it's crim, conscript, uh, conscripted. I believe service like they're required to go into the military for a certain amount of oh, years. Oh yeah, yes, for sure. When for four years, in. I respect that. Men or women, great. yes. I, I think, think it's great too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why this country doesn't do that. But yeah, yeah. that's a whole other huh. That's a good topic. I well, would love to delve into that. Hold one. on, is is Israel actively fighting wars? Is that a thing? All the time. Really? Yeah, Gaza Strip. They're mm. they're actively oh, yeah. in a fire zone sorry, all I'm the time. Super ignorant about this. <laughs> like I'm really worried about what's going on. Like at home, like, what was that explosion? <laughs> oh no, don't worry about it. It's too far away. Yeah. No offense to you, Israel, or or there's anything no, that you're going no through. I'm, I'm just saying, like that is that is uh, a level of living that I don't think anybody in the United States really has to un- like really understands. Right. It's like okay. You have all these problems, like, my latte was too cold. Right. Or, you know, like, there's all these things that we kind of make a big deal. Well, but it's like, guess what? You don't have people shooting across your border right. at you. I, I like, I I or don't missiles. like... You know me. Right. I'm not one to talk about politics on the podcast. Oh, yeah. But I hear white privilege, and I'm like, no, we all have American privilege. Regardless of you are the lowest of the low in this country, regardless of what color or what race or religion or anything you are, we have it so much more, so much better than oh, than the majority of the outside world. Like very true. That is, you gotta you gotta recognize your own privilege instead of like, well, your privilege is better than mine. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's one up mentality though mm-hmm. is is what it kind of mm-hmm. is what it kind of sounds like. Right. Yep. 
And this week is the week of the anniversary of 9-11. And I've seen so many posts this week about, um, you know, we'll never forget 9-11. But, it, or like, you know, there are people that have forgotten 9-11 or whatever. But I never want to forget how we were on 9-12. Because you woke up and everyone was just, like, nicer. And they didn't care about somebody. Like, they were like, you know what? I have a fucking lucky today. And we lost that along the way. And it's like... That's the thing that we shouldn't have for fucking forgot about, you know? <laughs> How about treating your fellow human? Right, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, it's not about a label. It's like, a- we are all, like, part of this great nation of ours, and maybe we should treat each other with some fucking respect. And I've gone back to this before, but no. the whole thing of, like, every everybody on this planet is a human. Yes. I, I mean, maybe. Yep. I don't know. If you... If you Really delve into like conspiracy <laughs> theories. I mean, and some, stuff some of them are snake people, but yeah, whatever. No, lizard, lizard, <laughs> lizard people, lizard people. That's so next on, week's topic. Anunnaki. <laughs> and if you watch the original V, just saying, I did not want to detour from actually the music and your band that you had brought up. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's a good topic, and I would, I would love to come back to it because it is, it is interesting. I've had recent conversations where. And, and politics really doesn't have to be a part of it. It's just more or less of, like, just... We've had a lot of discussions about current topics mm. and a lot of... A lot of discussions. We'll just, we'll oh, just yeah. put it that way. By the way, I'm talking about all the things next week when we have no guests. <laughs> Very much so. We're, we're putting that one off. Mark your calendars. I'm like, I don't think I should talk about all the things in my mind right now with a guest coming on. Like, welcome to the podcast. Let's get real fucking deep. Let's get real deep. And let's delve into stuff that you probably don't want to talk He's about. like, hey, guess what? I don't care. Um. But I do have, like, a snippet of one of your songs um, called Silhouette. Yes. From Speak No More. It's kind of a bummer, because I was listening to it earlier. Yeah. And it's kind of a bummer that you are no longer doing this effort, but... Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel the same way. Uh, Music is my passion. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you have to adult in the real world, it kind of takes away from the mental state of being able to sit there and actually, like, really dive into your feelings and express that in right. a different way and write it out and record it and all of that. But, um, I do still do music just not as much as I'd like, but, um, yeah, the silhouette is one of my all time favorites that I've ever composed and recorded. Um, I'm very proud of it. So, I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Let's take a listen.
Nice. Thank you. It's, uh, what we would like to call sick. <laughs> tasteful nice. screamo. Yeah. Tasteful screamo. Yeah. Hashtag tasteful screamo. Trend. <laughs> um, so, love the lyrics. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a crier, and that almost had me in tears. Uh, <laughs> stop. You're making me blush. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I it, it takes me back to like it's like almost, junior high. No, no, not even junior. Like love <laughs> junior high. That was like <laughs> hip hop, dude. I'm almost forty. <laughs> so, um, there are so many bands that came out in like the early two thousands mm-hmm. that had this so like such a similar sound, mm-hmm. and you're like every one of them. It's almost like a Cambridge and Cambria kind of thing. Coheating Cambria. Coheating Cambria. Yes. Thank you. Um, but that kind of like that music and it's like all of them are so like it's very impressive what you did because Thank this you. Is, I mean this is just it's almost like you I bought this off of a shelf in a store. Nice. I'm really sorry that you haven't been no. like that it fell apart. <laughs> no, don't be sorry, but yeah. I appreciate it. No, yeah. thank you. I mean, minus the fact that like the, the fact that like you wrote everything, mm-hmm. you produced everything, you you just found band members to play is who is is that your voice? Yes. Wow. Fascinating. You're screamo too? Yeah. I'm the screamer, the singer. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. You still have a voice. <laughs> yeah, I still have a voice. Yes. <laughs> you still have a voice. I mean, it's a lot deeper now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I stopped wearing tight pants and that kind of dropped it a little bit. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, do it. skinny jeans went out of style, so I guess. <laughs> now we wear baggy pants. Yeah. <laughs> no, what they did was they had like skinny up the, to the knee and then it was like the parachute pants. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Really impressive, though. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate. Thanks it. for yeah. sharing that. Very of much. Of course. So. Yeah. Thanks for playing it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, so there might have been some technical difficulties, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, from so, you didn't record that in your house. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. I actually recorded that at uh, Fat Cat Studios in Sacramento. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's Not sponsored a, by. Of course. Hi. <laughs> we, we have zero sponsors. <laughs> yeah. We are our sponsors. We are so. our sponsors. Porch Drunkies is sponsored by Porch Drunkies. <laughs> Seriously. And drinking. Oh, and lots drinking. and lots of drinking. <laughs> I mean, we could pretty much like put stock into Coors Light. So. <laughs> Probably. I've, I think we've mentioned that a couple of times prior to this. But but the music is uh, that's very cool. And so when you wrote it, did you write it? Uh, digitally or did like so when you like did you like this is what the I want the guitar sound to sound or the guitar to sound like or yeah so actually uh, when I actually pretty much write all my music I start off with the acoustic guitar and just start off with the melody and the lyrics mm-hmm. so um, I basically would just be by myself just playing and strumming around mm-hmm. and uh, start writing the lyrics and then from there I would start building it <clears throat> to kind of like like a layer effect. Right, right. Um, and then kind of get an idea of, okay, this is what the verse is going to sound like. This is what the chorus is going to sound like. This is what the bridge is going to sound like. Yeah. And then um, from there, I would uh, kind of transform it into the electric guitar mm-hmm. and then start kind of like using my own personal recording equipment, which wasn't good at the time. Right. And just kind of like 
do a mock-up version of what I envisioned it would sound like, and then basically from there take it to the studio and be like, okay, this is what I... I would show the producer, like, this is what my envision is, Mm -hmm. and then we would just start laying it from there and go from there. So when you find your musicians, you let them have creative license, like... Yes. Totally like, okay, this is your solo, you fucking... You're solo, and... I mean, because that... I let them... uh, I I show them what I've created, Mm -hmm. and then I let them take creative control over that. That's cool. So, like, bass guitar player, um, for when I was in the band, uh, I would have, like, the basic example of what I would want, and then they would kind of make it their own, and kind of build on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's super awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know how... I mean, I've always wanted to, like, be a musician... But I, I don't know if I could relinquish control and or be like, God, guys. I mean, can you just read my mind and figure out what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Make it sound like it does in my head. <laughs> and actually that song, uh, Silhouette, um, that was the starting song that created the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I created that song, um, I had a buddy, Matt. Mm-hmm. I won't say his last name for reasons. Um, but... Me and my buddy Matt, I, we, like, were very close at the time, and uh, he was actually uh, a bass player at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of dabbling in the drums, and so I brought him into the mix and was like, hey, this is what I'm working on, this is the song I created, what do you think? He liked it, mm-hmm. and we started working together, and then we went in the studio, just me and him only, Right. so for that song specifically, Silhouette, um for the actual master creation of the song um i did the guitars all the guitars rhythm guitars lead guitars uh vocals Mm -hmm. screams and uh i let him take control of the bass and uh the drums so he actually did the bass and drums of that song that's really cool um so um what was cool about that is we used that song to kind of go okay we're starting a band we want to you know get other members and we used that song as like a, hey, here we are. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of this band? Yep. And that's where we found our lead guitarist, our drummer, which actually was Matt. Yeah. He started off as the bass player and ended up being our drummer. That's really And then we found a, a bass player, a lead guitar player, and a synth player, and they all joined the band. That's where we kind of started creating Speak No More. That's started really cool. doing shows, toured, all that good stuff, and, and we ended up recording a full EP. So. That's very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Where did you come up with the name Speak No More? Funny story. Uh, once we got our full band together, mm-hmm. we had five members total, including myself, <laughs> and we were all just kind of like hanging out together. We were drinking, <laughs> having a good time. You're supposed to be practicing. We, yeah, we were supposed <laughs> to be practicing, but we were drinking. Uh, and then we were like, okay, we're about, we have some songs now. We mm-hmm. want to do a show. Right. We were like, okay, we got to think of like a cool name for yeah. our band. And to be honest, we just got uh, to the dictionary and we started like looking in the dictionary and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we started kind of like diving in and just like pointing fingers, like when we opened pages randomly and like, pointing finger, like, what's that? And uh, it finally got to a point where we got to like a Shakespeare piece mm. and uh, we're like, okay, Shakespeare. And then I, I honestly, I don't remember the exact thing that caused mm. it to convert to speak no more. Right. But it actually was a spawn of a Shakespearean play that uh, speak no more was part of it. 
and oh, we that's ended cool. up just like kind of going with that. And we're like, oh, that actually is pretty cool. Yeah, so, yep. That's speak really cool. No more. It's like okay, <laughs> listen to the music. Right. Just like in. Indulge yourself in the music. <laughs> Don't speak. Just listen to the music. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, you're just telling white people, like, shut the fuck up and listen. Exactly. <laughs> shut the fuck up and just listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> and it worked. That's funny. So yeah. it, it, it worked. It tied in with, like, the band and, like, the music that we did, and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, nice. that's really cool. Yeah. If I were to ever have a band name, it would be, it would be called M-A-L-S-B. Actually, M-A-L-S-B. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> So, every time you watch a movie that's got like, like oh, oh it's like an adult movie. It's, it's mature audi- mature audiences, uh-huh. language, sexuality, <laughs> and instead of violence, like- it's going to be beer. So it's M A L S B. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if I made a band name, it would probably be it would it would probably have something to do with dingleberries dingleberries <laughs> <laughs> because that's the kind of music i imagine that i would come up with and in a way like maybe we should have named our podcast MALSB. <laughs> <laughs> fuck damn it <laughs> we already have the website and everything shit damn it yeah. no not damn it that's good i mean I like it's, that. it's good it's good nobody like else had that teeth. name i know <laughs> I think it borderlines on, like, people like, oh, I don't know. Uh. Well, they wouldn't take my original one, but whatever. <laughs> it's That's fine. I understand it was problematic and whatever. It was problematic and very not PC. <laughs> Be like, you want you want trending? That's how you get trending. <laughs> it's like, you should name all the podcasts. Meet Megan. <laughs> Meet Megan. She's <laughs> me, Megan. Stuff comes out of her mouth. <laughs> she's not. She's not mean. She's honest. Yeah. I'm not mean. I'm honest. <laughs> Just like Zadra is not racist. She's an equal opportunity hater. You know, same thing. You're very much so. Yeah. That's funny. That was Good a times. funny one. <laughs> so. Dave, yes, is this? Um, so I asked him before the podcast. Have you ever listened to the podcast? He said no. I think it's like Guilty. a common, a common occurrence that people, the people that, that, are, that are on our are podcast, on podcast, don't listen to the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> you're on it. <laughs> like you're going to be on it. So at this point, would you listen? Of course, hundred <laughs> percent. He says that now, but which, our. Our numbers are going to, like, trickle down. They're <laughs> like, wait a minute, there's not even a listener. Like, we're like this all along. It's, like, not going up at all. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank of you course. for listening to the podcast. Of course. Fully support. <laughs> one of the original Porch Drunkies is also uh, one of the ones who has Hab- not... Habitual non-listener. Yeah, non-listener. He's never once listened Who's to Who's this? Fucking... Jason. Jason. Porch ah. Drunkie Jason. Wow. He can't even. He calls during the pro- podcast. I'm like, no, he bitch. was he was trying to call during the through. podcast. I was like, <laughs> we're recording, dude. You know it's Friday night. Uh, you know the time. Come on. Oh yeah, call it to my mom too because she called me in the middle, like seven ten. Sorry, mom. Hey, mom. Sorry, we're podcasting. Well, to be honest, though, number of times we don't start until about like eight. Oh no 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 no! It's podcast. We're setting up. There's something happening. Can't come to my phone right now. <laughs> Can't come to my phone right now. Can't drive the kids to soccer practice. <laughs> You're shit out of luck. You're, yep. You know what? Priorities. You got a thumb. Right. <laughs> Don't take candy from strangers. <laughs> Why? No. 
candy from strangers always tastes the best. <laughs> Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> You're still alive? <laughs> <laughs> and a friend say, that's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard anyone say. And I'm like, but it's true. <laughs> what kind of candy are they giving you? It's the best. Regardless. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. At least that's how I remember it. I mean, I woke up the next morning. I felt and... fine. I felt, felt foggy, fine the next but... day. Whatever it is, it helps me sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're... Um, with your transition from the band to not band, your mm-hmm. solo, how often do you make music now? Is it like a once every year? Or like how how often? It varies. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not as much as I'd like. Uh, just with work and everything, uh, kind of, of mentally drained after work. Of course. Yeah. But um, adulting sucks. It does. It really does. Um, but hopefully, you know. As of lately, there's been some stuff, creativity stuff that's been coming to mind, mm-hmm. and uh, things are kind of going back into motion, and I also have, like, the different side projects that I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, not only do I do my solo project, but now I'm recently doing, like, uh, stuff that's called Lucky Charms, uh, so it's like an Irish kind the of Unlucky band. Charms, right? The Unlucky Charms. Yeah. Thank you. I don't even know my own band name. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've... <laughs> thank we've you for correcting me. Them. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, the Unlucky Charms, and uh, so it's more of like an Irish uh, band that we do, and we just actually had a show um, in the past week, uh, or two weeks, uh, that basically um, we get together and we try to do as many shows as we can, yeah. so... Um, we just played at the Plymouth Fair grounds uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago, and really cool. did that. So I played the Bodron drum. Um, it's not called the banger drum. I'm, not not I the totally banger drum. Totally misstated yeah, that. I'm like, I think it's drum. called a banger. The Bogren. That's it's really the, cool, though. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen anybody actually play that that drum. Neither have I until I started playing it. Uh, Brandon, I got to say, uh, a fellow uh, friend and coworker of mine. Uh, he kind of Fort got Street. me. Yeah, he wrote the, he wrote the theme song. He wrote the theme <laughs> yeah. song. He wrote the theme song. Um, he got me into these uh, uh, all these different kind of crazy instruments mm-hmm. and uh, started. Pl- I I ended up buying it and just started playing it and practiced and taught myself and uh, now I do that for the Unlucky Charms. So so you didn't even play that instrument before? No, he I, I wasn't even like familiar this. with the instrument. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like I think I'm gonna try something new. Yeah. Exactly. He got me to buy, uh, also a, uh, what do you call it? A didgeridoo. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I never knew what that really was. I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but wasn't really familiar with Those it. Those are hard. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I, I have one. It really looks good as a, uh, <laughs> uh an art piece. Right. Um, because as of right now, it just sounds like me. If I try to play it, it sounds like a fart instrument. It just sounds like, <laughs> so I haven't mastered that quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on the, uh, uh the books. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, I've actually, like, practiced trying to be a didgeridoo. Really? It's called a, a paper towel tube. Paper towel tube, yeah. That's a good starter. It's called a, good a paper starter. towel tube. It usually confuses and, like, totally freaks out animals. Just yeah. saying. Like, yeah. as soon as you start speaking through it, I can you imagine. start, like, making noises. Like, animals go wacky. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I, yeah, I want to know why. Yeah. I don't, I've always sucked with the lip things, like, the... That's what she said. I can't... <laughs> That's what she said. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but... With the didgeridoo, you saw them play, and we talked about oh them God, in the last podcast. Yes. But Wicked Tinkers has the Best. most amazing oh my didgeridoo God. player. So I got to be lucky enough to see them live. 
Yep. Um, and that guy plays like a 20 plus foot mm-hmm. didgeridoo yep. that has to be on like a swivel stand. <laughs> uh, it was touching the roof of the stage mm-hmm. and he basically would grab it, pull it down to his lips and he would move across the stage as it swivels on the stand. Mm-hmm. And it was the most badass thing I've ever seen and heard <laughs> in my life. Yep. The things that guy could do with his lips. Uh, all I, I can know. say is if I was the lady that's of that guy. Sweet. He's a fan damn, of that <laughs> Like he's got some lip. Yeah. That, that's what he said? Yeah, that's what he said, yes. <laughs> that would be uh, politically correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, but no, they were phenomenal. They were, they blew it away. Yeah. Yeah. They were great. It's, uh, it, I love the dynamic of like, like, okay, so I'm sorry. So they have the, uh, the bagpipe and they have, mm-hmm. you know, like the, I don't know, remember, I know they have the drum. They have a banger drum. The, oh, they have a banger drum. Yeah. Okay. So um, that is an actual musical instrument. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> the correct term, but it's like it, the, he bangs the it. the big one. Yeah, the big yeah. one. He bangs it. But, so. and then, then they have a didgeridoo and I was like, yeah. is, I don't even think that didgeridoo is like an Irish instrument, is no. it? It's not it's, actually. It's like Aboriginal, Aboriginal. Yes, in nature. Aboriginal, so, yeah. but the, like the dynamic of the sound of all of those instruments together was like, yes, yes. this is, this, this is what I need in my life. <laughs> yes. Like, see, it's kind like, of like, because, yeah. um, I think that we should do this. Oh, they have a fiddle, I think too. Maybe. Mm, no, when I heard no. it was just a three piece, it was just the bagpipe, the, uh, Banger drum, banger quote drum, unquote. Yeah. I'm doing the finger quotes uh-huh. and uh, the didgeridoo, mm. and they they rocked it. Just yeah. the three of them, yep. yeah, it was amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah, don't so, they usually have like a fourth member? I think they do, but I cannot remember for the life of me what instrument that guy plays. He's probably the bassist. Oh, everybody forgets. Yeah, the unfortunately, bassist. yeah, that guy wasn't there the day I saw. Him. I've um always been all about the bass, and all about that bass until I saw CJ, and I'm like, okay, maybe the didgeridoo too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bassist, do it deeper. Come on. <laughs> you it's can thank Brandon totally for that dad joke right there. Totally sexist of me, but I'm like, I wonder what it looks like of a skirt. Oh. <laughs> it's not a 20 foot long degree, dude. I'll tell you that. I can say right now, if it was, it'd be very painful. <laughs> He's like, you think this is a belt? It's not. <laughs> this is how I keep my kilt on. You like what you see? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you have a snake wrapped around your waist like five times. What's going on here? I was laughing because Thomas had showed me a video of the Unlucky Charms playing at that festival. Yeah. It was like a rent fair. Okay. And you had your leg up on a bench. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, Dave. Uh. Yes, it was actually funny. It was the uh, ongoing uh, thing between the three of us because it was me, Brandon, and Ellie. And uh, we all, before the show, were like, we texted each other the day before. We're like, oh, we're all going commando. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's do Commando. <laughs> and then last minute, as I'm getting ready, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do Commando. Because I'm like, you know, yeah, it only takes little kids, one little one breeze, win. whatever it may well, be. I don't. it's like 95 degrees, I think there's going to be a bit of chafing in places. And I don't think that's yeah. going to be the best move. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, now thinking back, I think I made the correct choice. Right. Because I at times would put my leg up onto higher uh, <laughs> elevations to where people would have seen things they probably yeah. wouldn't want to see. It's a family show, not exactly. anymore. Exactly. But um, I, I can tell you that Brandon did go full commando. <laughs> I, I got to see things I didn't want to see. Um, and I, I got to see him, and it's uh, it's mentally stamped in my brain. So oh, God. I can't say he has a nice ass, though. Yeah. 
It's 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 dad Good to butt know. though. Good to know. Yeah, well, it's, it's you know, dad butt. he he definitely works out or something. It's it's definitely a nice looking ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the show. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm like, your thought of not going commando probably helped you not to become a list member. <laughs> all of a sudden, you became. All of, all of a sudden, you're being pulled into somewhere, and like now you're on a list it's for like the rest a, of your life. Renfair yeah. jail, like um, this is not acceptable. Everyone, I'm being authentic, okay? I'm being authentic. <laughs> you would probably have like some Scottish people or some Irish people coming up and be like, "That's not authentic." Trust me. <laughs> we wore knickers. Um, I love the little. I call it junk pack, like the little. It's like that belt thingy pack. that like There's kind of an hangs down. There's an actual official name for it, I but I don't remember yes. what I don't it is. No, but kilts. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. put my fucking yeah. keys in that shit. Yeah. I wish that there were more kilts for women. I wish that that was. They're a called thing. skirts. I know. Yeah. But I don't. Is it like? Is it actually authentic to wear like a skirt? But I mean, I wanted to be a slutty skirt. It would have to be a dress, and it would have to be longer. But again, it's 95 fucking degrees outside. And I don't want to wear that. <laughs> I, I think if you were going for historical, from a historical factor, mm-hmm. I don't think women didn't wear kilts. They no, wore they dresses. Didn't. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. But then again. And corsets. And fuck that. Yeah, fuck <laughs> no, corsets. thank you. 95 degrees, it's not happening. No, it's crazy. Uh, when we're actually there at the festival, um, they had like the full on knights in the armor mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, there was one guy, I'm not shitting you, uh, you guys watch game of thrones mm-hmm. uh what's the guy we did name? The mountain, mountain. Oh, shit. there was a guy the fucking same size as the mountain full-on <laughs> in a night i saw armor. pictures of that guy and i was like holy shit yeah i was like that guy is fucking humongous yeah long story short not even an hour later that guy apparently passed out oh, and he's, like, in med tech. he's in the med tech um yeah it was too, it was fucking hot as balls that day um and he didn't have the ventilation he needed um i guess he passed out or well, something like that but you, you gotta think was about it like full plate yeah it was he fucking went full authentic like you gotta think that you know in in medieval times the they weren't running around Central California <laughs> and in the fucking valley like right. they, were they were in, in England, England or Ireland where and it's it was like cold or it's Scotland. 67 degrees yeah. all the time and right. raining. Yep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was just asking like full play playing uh, role playing games. I was never a person who was like, but you have more armor. You you're more protected. I'm like, yeah, but you can't move, and like, there's encumbrance right. and stuff that yeah. you have to be right. aware of. And I always went with, eh, we're going to go with hide or leather yeah. or something that's movable because chainmail's movable. Chain chainmail is done movable. well enough. Chainmail is movable, but it is still heavy as fuck. Have yeah, you ever worn chainmail? I have. I've picked up a chainmail shirt. No, I'm talking full <laughs> no, chainmail. No, I ha- my friends used to make full chainmail. You you still can. <laughs> yeah, they, you, you still can. I've never worn it because I've got bosoms, but <laughs> I have. I have picked it up. I'm like, you need to let this shit out because yeah. there's no way. I'm all. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Chainmail is still heavy as fuck, and you have the underlayers that go underneath it. If you're going, if you are, we're actually like preparing for battle. It is an entire. You can't 
There is you. Isn't some you kind had of to mesh prep. That they were underneath it now. Well, you had to prep for about like actual yeah, battles. Right. Like you had to prep. There's a reason why those motherfuckers were waking up at like four o'clock in the morning is because they had to get their shit on. Yeah. Like there's there's a there's an underlayment and then so your normal typeish normal ish clothes and then you have an underlayment which actually cushions you between the actual chainmail mm-hmm. and your your body. Mm-hmm. But that shit is hot as fuck. Yeah. We used to do, um, cause we used to do full contact, uh, well, I'll call them reenactment. Lar- LARPing. He was LARPing people. No, this wasn't, <laughs> uh, this wasn't LARPing. This was, uh, the tournaments that we used to, my friend got his ear chopped in half because. Mike Tyson shit, wow. No, it, so we used sparring swords. They weren't okay. actual, like, <laughs> bladed swords. They were sparring swords usually made out of, like, rattan wood or some, some, something like that. Like LARPers use. Right, but we actually hit each other a lot. Mm, mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of male contact. Got it. Well, a lot of physical contact. I'm okay. not going to just say because there were a lot of there were a lot of ladies in there too. Okay, but um, <laughs> but my friend Roy got his ear like cut in half because wow. he got he he ducked when he shouldn't have, <laughs> and he didn't have headgear on. He didn't have he didn't have armor on his on his head, and like the a person new? had well the person had <laughs> swung. And he ducked, and the sword hit him right in the right spot. The reason why we did this across the street from a Kaiser hospital <laughs> was because we knew Smart. we were going to have injuries. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there was a number of people that have like that had full, like full armor, in some cases. And I'm like, how do you even move? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Do you guys know the answer to this? Like back in the day when they actually wore the full full armor. Mm-hmm. Did it actually protect him from like arrows and full on like swords? It it depends. It so there's differences between piercing and slashing. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of the times, um, so there were weak <laughs> points in armor. Mm-hmm. Armor had certain weak points, right? Weak Just points that the the enemy would, you know, take advantage of, right? Right. Even and the army, the armor is going to be different depending on whether you're going to be the front of the line or the back of the line, right? In some cases, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you you usually, I mean, so there's a lot to it. Arrows could be, but it also depends on the arrows. Mm-hmm. If okay. they're shit arrows, yeah. You if you're wearing full plate armor and they don't hit you in a soft spot, it's probably going to bounce off. If you have actual metal tipped arrows where you have actual Your metal fact. arrowheads yeah. it's likely going to pierce at least part way through hmm. mm. but there were like certain points like the the joints where you right. you couldn't armor your armpit. Right. You, yeah. you can't armor certain so parts of your body. Aim for those specific areas. So I would say uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with um, yeah. Kevin Costner. With Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And I'm going to talk about poop. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Morgan he was Freeman. actually showing him with the scimitar. Like, he was he was training them. Like, armor doesn't protect everywhere. Here's where you hit. And yeah. he showed them, like, <clears throat> you slash in this way. You, or you pierce <laughs> in this way. Mm-hmm. Like, actually swinging a sword at somebody with a full plate armor. Or with It's, an, right. it's usually going to bounce off. Yeah. Most of the time, the injuries were more from piercing. Piercing, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Or if you had just brute force like a claymore. Brute force will take down it will do I mean damage. it crush it can crush the armor, so you're like yeah. in captured in it. I'm assuming claymores weren't around in the eighteen hundreds though. 
Yeah, they were. They were. Claymore. Claymore. Explosives. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The Clay- Claymore. Giant Claymore. Sword. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like giant like not Claymore sword. explosives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, wow, they were advanced. <laughs> advanced <laughs> civilization. Okay. <laughs> Claymore being a a sword. It's it's essentially a, a six, big ass sword. <laughs> big ass sword. <laughs> a six foot or longer, oh. two handed sword. And it had a lot of weight behind gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. That was a lot more weight and impact I mean, versus it, slashing. It technically only has the amount of weight that's being, like, swung. Delivered. Yeah. yeah really put into it. I'm not going to get into the physics discussion <laughs> on this one, but sort of. We'll go with that. All right. I was getting very interested in this. All right. Yeah. 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 But no, like, Claymore's, it's Scottish. Scottish-born. Mm-hmm. Really long sword, usually about six feet or longer. Two-handed. So size Super does heavy. matter to the Scottish. Um, yeah, All I right. guess. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. For the most part. That's why they go commando but, under the kilt, so. But I will say. It all makes sense now. <laughs> I will say, going back to another movie reference. Yes, I'm a guy. I'm going to do a movie reference. And the whole thing with, uh, with Braveheart. So Braveheart, mm. it was the whole thing of speed and accuracy versus brute force right it was the whole thing of like you have a rapier which is super thin it's a bladed bladed super thin foil essentially yeah and that thing is needle well well, (laughs) no aria calls it needle that's not a foil either that's not even a rapier that's like a that's like a that's like a short sword a short sword for a child (laughs) i mean seriously rapiers are rapiers are usually the um, the actual fencing swords. Right. What used to be used as fencing swords. Mm-hmm. But they're so sharp, they're so fast, and it's all about piercing. It has nothing to do with, like, brute force or slashing at all. It's all about piercing specific points on the on the, the opponent's body. Mm-hmm. I've always loved those more than I have, like, any other swords. Because broadswords, so broadswords, big, thick, mm-hmm. whatever. Long swords, short swords, everything... Are we talking about swords or wieners? Uh, we could we could say both. We could say both. <laughs> All right. I've always been a fan of rapiers. <laughs> you <know>. Um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you know, fast, piercing, slow. Oh my god! Slow versus slow How and old blunt. Are you like seven? <laughs> right now, yes. <laughs> But Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, growing up playing role-playing games, like, I, I played role-playing games with my sister. Like, she introduced me to, to D&D, like, the original D&D. Um, it was a box pack that we got from Goodwill, and I was like, fuck yeah, I want to play. And she's like, all right, I'm going to run this. And she was, it was just me and her. Mm-hmm. It spiraled out of control at that point because I just went nutty. And <laughs> I love role-playing games because I think it also teaches you... I mean, in today's society, role-playing games outside of video games themselves, mm-hmm. outside of video games, it teaches you, like, a lot of different skills. I mean, math, most <laughs> definitely, when you're trying to create a character or trying to figure out how much damage you're doing oh to a, per- a certain thing yeah, or anything else like that. But it also teaches you life lessons. Like, um, like you're faced with a challenge. You have to figure it out. There's nothing... Nothing is off the table at that point. Right. I can tell you how many... I Well, no, I couldn't tell you how many times <coughs> role, role-playing at my friend's house went to the funny zone because it all became about, like, poop and dick and all sorts of other stuff. It was just... It was ridiculous. And it was like, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna 
I'm going to poop in my hand. I'm going to fling it at him. And <laughs> he's like, all right, roll for initiative. <laughs> Be like, all right. You missed. <laughs> you miscalculated. First, you didn't have to poop, and then you farted, and then you had diarrhea. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now malaria. You, now you've sprayed the battlefield with... <laughs> You've now sprayed the battlefield and everybody else is vomiting from it. Sounds like the Oregon Trail. Now you die from dysteria. Yeah, you die from dysteria. The word is dysentery. Dysentery, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That is, we have the card game. You died from dysentery. We actually have the card slash board game Oregon Trail, which is hilarious. It's a table game, technically. Well, it's a table game, yeah. We don't have a big enough table for it. Yeah, because that's a long trail. Like, I don't remember it taking this long on the fucking Mac 2. Right? <laughs> Apple 2E or whatever it was. <laughs> and um, it's all green. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, because back that's what it was. Back in the 80s, they didn't have any colors. It was just black and green. That's all you get. Right. <laughs> that is officially called the Hercules Monochrome. Is it really? Yeah, actually. It's it's a type of monitor that was uh, back there. You learn something every day. Yeah. Some no, useless there no, knowledge. There was no cyan in that screen. No, there was... <laughs> right. So you could print anything you fucking wanted on the dot matrix printer. In black and white. Without cyan. <laughs> With the dot matrix printer that you had to, like, actually peel the little si- edges off yeah. that makes it go through the print. Yeah, we used that, to, oh, We made character sheets. the most sheets. satisfying thing ever is, like... Like, a pure clean, like, cut from those things. Like ripping the edges off of the dot matrix printer paper. Can we turn this into ASMD? Syphilis. Syphilis. It's sibilance! Symphobe. Sibilance? Sibilance? Check one, check two, sibilance? God damn it, Thomas. Someday you're going to get a rate. I'm going to get what? You're going to get a rate. You're going to get it right. That's what I thought she said. I was like, wow. Serious words there. Porch drunkies does not condone raping or getting it raped. Thanks. It's getting it right. It was just the way that you said it. I was like. You had both of us on the edge of our seat right there. Is that a threat? It's a promise. <laughs> you smell different when you're awake. You smell different when you're awake. <laughs> but yes, oh. I think role-playing games are good. Um, I believe that they teach a lot of valuable lessons, like I don't think problem so. solving. I don't I think, think problem solving, mm, math, mm. I, math, oh math, <laughs> okay, <laughs> math. It teaches you math. Wow. Because okay, Dave, life you lessons. need to get your ears checked. <laughs> well, tell me about it. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Do um, I need to turn up your monitor? <laughs> um, okay, so in what, in what, <laughs> okay, in what decision in life can you say, based on the skills that I think I have, I'm going to do this thing, and somebody says, your skills are not as good as you thought they were because you rolled a one. <laughs> no, that's a botch. That's different. <laughs> that is a critical fail right, botch. Right, but that doesn't happen. Well, okay, maybe. Yeah, it does. Ask the people who are missing fingers. Mm. Yeah, I can work. I can work wood. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna use this table saw, which I've never used before, and I'm gonna cut this board. Guess what? 
I'm missing a thumb. Yeah. Great thing, actually, funny story, uh, when I was in high school, uh, sophomore year of high school, took wood shop, and our wood shop teacher was uh, showing us how to, you know, properly cut wood. Is something terrible going to happen? Cut his thumb off. In front of you? Yeah. As he's instructing how to properly cut wood, he was paying attention to the class and oh, slip. my God. Thumb what, came off. What happened? Like what his did thumb you came do? off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> he's With, like, listen, idiot. I told you what happened. <laughs> I did this on purpose to show you what could happen <laughs> yeah. if you don't follow the rules. This happens yes, every year. Your thumb will come off. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. No, the ambulance came out. They sewed it back on. Oh, so and they it was, saved it. No, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, they saved it. Poor Chunky Kelly's uh, ex-fiance was using a drill at one time, and his drill got locked. And he went to go, like, un like unhook the cord from the wall. And the cord wrapped around his finger and ripped the last knuckle of his finger off. And it was, like, mangled. Ugh. And so it was, like... The skin was still there, but the bone had, like, come out, and they couldn't fix it. So they just, like, lost that portion of his okay. finger. That's fucked. So, yeah. while we're on the, op- <laughs> uh, while we're on the, uh, you know, topic of <laughs> mutilations. terrible thing that happened to people. <laughs> mutilations and, like, workplace accidents, apparently. Like, on that same vein, I used to have a teacher in high school who also did tree work. And she oh. had one of those, like, wire rings oh, around her yeah. finger. And she Super went to... skinny? Well, Super yeah. skinny rings? Oh, it's wire. Yeah. It's, you, you, could, you could probably power some sort of small device with this if you wanted to, like, use, a, use it as, like, a, a wire, mm-hmm. essentially. But she had that on her, on her hand, and she went to jump down from the flatbed truck with the little railings, Ooh. and the ring got caught Ugh. on the railing, and it skinned her finger. The entire like, finger. it skinned her finger oh, from so it the didn't base. take the finger off, it skinned her finger. It skinned her finger, and they tried to save it as best as possible. The good thing, though, is, is she had a really good sense of humor, so she just kept referring to herself as a Ninja Turtle every time <laughs> she told me after that, because she had, like, three fingers and a thumb. She's like, look, I'm a Ninja Turtle, and I'm like, sweet. I mean, it sucks, but... God. So it skinned her finger... So did they have to remove the finger because there was no way to like graft skin back onto it, or no? The skin was still the skin was still available, uh-huh. and they tried to put the skin back on and oh, do the the micrografting of the nerves and right. the, and the vessels and everything else like that. But basically, it had it had done enough damage, and her body wasn't reattaching it. Mm. It wasn't healing the way that they were. So essentially, it came down to like, well, we're gonna have to take your finger, right? Right. And she became a ninja turtle. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Only in fingers, though. Not only, like... only in fingers. Although, I wouldn't put it past her. She might be a ninja. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if she's a villain. She was actually the teacher that told me um, when I started asking her about some not so school. Mind you, I went to a school that had you know group therapy and individual therapy, and we had like you know a pharmacist and uh, a number of other things. But this is the teacher that told me when I asked her, like, what does this drug do? And she's like, you know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. You would probably love it. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you would probably love it. Mm-hmm. And don't do it. It was meth. <laughs> so I was All like, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you for the advice. Like, sounds yeah. good. I'm going to do it. <laughs> No. 
<laughs> no. not, not at that point. <laughs> Maybe a year later, but no, it was a, it was a few years later. Oh, but I got, got out it. of that oh, whole yeah. scene. Yeah, no, I, I completely got out of that whole scene. That was that was horrible. There's a lot of interesting stories that I could probably tell about that time period in my life, but not on the podcast. Probably not on the podcast. <laughs> I can imagine. No, no statute of limitations. Come on, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I've been out of that God. scene and and away from that whole thing for so long now. It's like <laughs> <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. That's speaking all about music. <laughs> oh, speaking. <laughs> You're like that went for a turn. You know. <laughs> but yeah, that was the same teacher that was just like, "You'd probably love it." Yeah. So probably you shouldn't do it. All right. That's my, my biology teacher was that guy, but he, I was never asking him about like recreational drugs. It was like pharmaceutical drugs, and he was like, "This is how this drug affects your body." Like. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking about Valium one time. He's like, well, it slows your heart rate down. It, like, stops with certain sensors coming from your brain. He's like, so if you're taking it or if somebody is taking it with, like, say, alcohol or this and that and this, like, sometimes those receptors just don't do what they're supposed to do and you'll die. Or you could die. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's good to know. Okay. That was, like, one of my favorite teachers, too. He was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but but the old crew that I used to run with, that was, like, how we dealt with everything. If somebody was interested in something that somebody else in the group mm-hmm. in the group did, it would be an educational session. Like right. They'd, we'd get everybody around and be That's like, good. okay, so here's what it'll do to you physically. Here's what it could possibly do to you mentally. Here's some of the things. Here's some of the side effects. And here's the... Yeah. And so it would be an education Let's just say, like, after school special. That's called informed consent. Yeah. So once you get all the information, if you choose to do it, you've been informed. That's what she said. That's <laughs> informed consent. You asked for consent. <laughs> have you seen the Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr? Episode? I have not. No. Oh God, it's so good. oh God, it's fucking hilarious. We, Thank you, eighties comedy coming right. back. <laughs> I'm not saying topic-wise. Like, I'm just saying, like... We just missed George Carlin. Like, seriously. We just, like... We just need some more George Carlin in our lives. <laughs> and it's kind of coming back to us. It's it, good. It is. Because I think they've had enough. Yeah. I think they've had enough. And I think like, they know that their audiences... A lot of their audiences had enough as well. As far as the comedians <laughs> fearing that they have to, like... Like, hold their... What yeah, they say. exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's kind of refreshing because I'm like, okay, okay... Hopefully this is an indicator that maybe we're going back, like, we're going back to the middle of the road instead of going way the fuck this way or way the fuck this way. Like, yeah. let's, like, let's have some fun and laugh at somebody. Like, this is fun. Let's have fun and laugh. Right. Like, let's, <laughs> right. let's, let's all just get our sense of humor back because mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yep. But yes, I love the Dave Chappelle show. I love the Dave yep. Chappelle special recently. <coughs> I have not yet seen it, but I, that is on my to-do list. Oh, good. Well, and Bill Burr is hilarious because... He's just, I'm sorry. He's Bill like the Burr, male yes. Irish version of me. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's good. He's so good. And we're back. It's a bathroom break. Or maybe not. From the bathroom break. Well, from the bathroom break, yeah. <laughs> sorry. We... Y'all don't probably need to know that, but we're just going to tell you Super time, super time, Megan has a baby bladder. <laughs> it's really not a secret, though, because back in the day when we didn't edit our podcast, you can hear me literally going in the door every five minutes, like, 
What's that sound? Oh, it's making the bathroom. Thank God for technology. Like, or like, yeah. Before I used WD forty, like the lubricant of the gods. Poor Chunky's is not sponsored by WD forty. No, the lubricant of the gods. The lubricant of the gods. When Zeus wants to get it on, he used WD forty. We're copywriting that uh, tagline, so hit us up. Manufacturer of WD forty, which I don't know. I know how it was. It's probably created. fucking Sony or something. No, it's probably Disney. No, it's three M. It's probably it's by probably, and large. By and large, I think it's probably three M who makes it because like, they make all this chemical stuff. I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's three M. I'm guessing. I don't know. We have a can of it on top of our fridge. I can go look if you really want me to. No, but I then don't. you're gonna hear. It's necessary. <laughs> I can honestly say I love the smell of WD-40, though. I've never have to, I'd never have to anything, but I do uh, love the smell. If you were to have anything, it would be WD-40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Good to know. It's not even to get high. It's just to smell like, the smell. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to bring us back, actually, to your music again. All right. Um, because we have a second song that I have queued up, and I'm very curious about this one. Is there any differences between the the sound of... The process is there. Your your phone is yeah. Your phone has got a mind. Ignore of its own. iPhones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> iPhones are the devil. Theory. <laughs> yeah, they're always listening. Oh God, yeah. Don't don't get me started on that one. We have a smart house that's always listening, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna rip this shit out of the wall. <laughs> is there? A, what is the differences between this next song and the song that we previously? listen to is it like from a sound perspective is there is it still the uh what is it hashtag tasteful uh, screamo yeah is it <laughs> hashtag screamo. tasteful screamo there's there, still tasteful uh, hashtag tasteful screamo in this one as well um it just depends on where you are during the song uh it, this song is more of a journey uh it starts off more of a softer kind of feel and it is a progressive build up towards the end of emotions um so i would just I'm say at the point that you told me to go to yes <laughs> the song is the uh climax oh. of the tasteful screamo so uh, why don't you go ahead that's and listen what he said. and uh yes that's what he said <laughs> so uh, let me know what your thoughts are all right let's take a listen to this this is speak no more everlasting love
Nice. That was very nice. Thank like, you. Why, why'd you stop? Like, that's <laughs> very polished. I'm like, check out the website. You'll hear the whole song. It's like four minutes and 55 seconds. That's awesome. You. Was your process for writing this song different than the process of writing your first song? No, it was actually exactly the same. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. All my songs, uh, I feel like one of the things that differentiates myself from other artists is that I don't have that catchy tone that you hear on the radio. Yeah. Um, a lot of it comes from, it starts off from, like, it's a story to be told. Mm-hmm. And it, it starts off slow, and it ends up as a buildup. And it climaxes and it like finishes off. Right. Um, much like sex. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fade out. And fade out. <laughs> and fade so out. if you like sex, you'll love my music. So please check out my music. Uh, it's ear sex. It's ear sex. It's ear sex. Um, and I don't feel like, honestly, uh, unfortunately in the music world, it hasn't caught on as far as the, uh, the way that my music has been written mm-hmm. um it's today's world and it has been for the longest time it's always that like catchy like oh you have to have that catchy that the hook, hook. The, the hook, hook. Yeah. yeah and um i feel like i have the hook it's just it's in a different way and it's yeah. it's just written in a different matter and it really comes from the heart and it comes from the soul and not saying that other catchy songs that come from the radio that you hear that are like oh the I know this, I know that is from the soul or from the whatever, but honestly, I feel like it, it's, it is different and, um, it's a story it, progression. It really is. And, um, the stuff you hear on the radio, no offense to any of the big, like artists, but honestly, they're written not by the artists, they're right. written by actual like songwriters, songwriters yep. who Work. want to make money. Yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah, <laughs> made it, good it, money. It's really all about money, and I'm not about the money. I'm about the you know the 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 raw material. Right. And um, if it does make money, then fine. That it does make money. It's, it's not about that for me. Um, so I don't care. But yeah. when it comes down to the bottom of it, it's really just basically if you've ever been in that kind of situation that I've been in. If you listen to lyrics. Um, I just hope it reaches out to those people that have been in those situations and yeah. it helps them um, through that time. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what a... I mean, from a from a historical standpoint, like I think that is also kind of what other artists, like other artists that I'm, I'm aware of, mm-hmm. that I know their names in some I res- cases. That I respect. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> other artists that I, I know their actual names and yeah, you know yeah, I follow yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like you sure. could tell their name. You could say their name and I'd be like, I know who that is. I'm yeah. cool. Trent Reznor is one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got kind of whiny for a little while, but you know, at the same time. I mean, you don't talk about my Trent that way. <laughs> <Yeah, no> hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> you have no can of worms here. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I've, I've been. A Nine Inch Nails fan for like the longest fucking yeah, time. Yep. So there's no. I used to Blair, um, or not Blair. <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to actually probably drive my mom crazy by the amount of Nine Inch Nails because it was like broken and then fixed and mm-hmm. pretty hate machine. And these are, you can tell that I actually pay attention to mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor. And I couldn't tell you anybody else who's in his band. 
from a Nine Inch Nails perspective. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> but I know Trent Reznor. Hey, there you go. Um, but when you come down, like what, what you said about the lyrics, you know, um, I am a very, like, when I tell somebody or I, I suggest somebody listen to a song, I'm not telling them to just listen to the beat. I'm not telling them to just listen to the hook or the, like, anything. I'm telling them to, like, listen to it in that the- theoretical way, you know, right. to say, like, not only the, um, like, the genius of the music, but listen to what they're actually saying. Yeah. Because that is really where, like, any, any, like, album that you'll ever listen to, a lot of the time that's where the the heart and the soul is. Exactly. It's not just the music that's playing, but what they're actually saying. Yep. Or what message that they're trying to portray, you know? So, are you saying that Avril Lavigne really wants to steal everybody's boyfriend? Yes. Just saying. I mean, just throwing that out. she's one of those manufactured artists that had their songs <laughs> written by a songwriter. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Did she write all of her songs? I'm sorry if she wrote all of her songs. I have no idea. She was like 12. I, have, I don't I, know. I have no clue, but <laughs> the only reason why I knew who Avril Lavigne was was because of a video game. She was... A video game. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, what video game was that? Oh shit! Don't don't call me on that one because it's a it's a driving game and I know it and I should remember what the name of the game was. But what it was, song was Need it? for Speed? No, it wasn't Need for Speed. Okay. It was it was uh oh, fuck. I could ask my son, but because he used to <laughs> play right it there. with me. Yeah, Semantics, no, no. okay. No, no, no. no, but you know how like in some video games you have like the ability to change radio stations and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, this is one of those games. It was, a, it was a drive. No, it was all purely about driving and okay. and everything. Not not beating hookers. And, <laughs> not that poor Strunkies condones beating hookers or anything. But, but we definitely condone playing Grand Theft Auto. So. Yeah. If you want to play Take Grand Theft Auto, go will. for it. So awesome. Uh, but no, the only reason why I knew who she was, besides like a local radio show, mm-hmm. was because of her song, like, Boyfriend, or mm-hmm. like, I want to be your girlfriend or something. Hey, hey, yeah, that one. Yeah, don't sing too much more. No. I got we'll two get, seconds. We'll get pulled. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get pulled. Uh, but that was the only reason why I knew who she was is because that that because it has a limited soundtrack. I mean, don't get me wrong. You try to throw as many songs as you can within a video <laughs> game soundtrack. That one played all the time. Right. And I cannot tell you how many times I smashed into things by accident when, I, when that song came on because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> was it that reason, or was it like, "Oh my god." I'm picturing her in my head, and that's why I'm... I didn't even know what she looked like. Okay. Like, I didn't even know what she looked like. I was like, who is this person, and why are they singing about stealing somebody's boyfriend? And (laughs) you got problems, girl, (laughs) because, like... Well, at the time, she was a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that makes more sense. That that makes more sense. And then she married Chad Kroger, so that's all you really need to know. And now she's, um... Allegedly, like a skinwalker or something. Like yes, she's I like heard about that. this conspiracy theory really about her, how she died else. years ago from lupus or something, and uh-huh. now it's like I'm like, why replace her? With? There's a look on Thomas's face that's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, I get the I, I get the context of skinwalker. Okay, I get that. That's been portrayed in many movies, but like. Why would you? Why Avril Lavigne? Exactly. Like, really? Exactly. Yeah. Because apparently she Take was Morgan big. You know, look at Avril Lavigne. She was huge. She rose up to her fame. Then all of a sudden, there was nothing from her. Yeah. 
So there was a conspiracy theory that she died mm-hmm. and that somebody else that resembled her took her place yeah. and is now acting like right, it's but her, but it's not really ever her. Ever since she came back from this hiatus, she, looks, she sounds different. She sounds different. She, she looks, looks different. Conspiracy theory. She probably got some good dick. Probably what it was. She divorced Chad Kroger. Sorry, no offense, Chad Kroger. No offense. Big up Nickelback and Tupac. Welcome to the sounds of Nickelback. Not sponsored by. What do we want? I don't... Are they frankincense or myrrh? No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was a South Park reference, actually. Yeah, it was definitely like, didn't watch that yeah. the, the Christian music. It was like, yeah. we don't have gold, platinum, or silver. We have frankincense, myrrh, and uh, whatever the fuck the other... Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with Brandon about Nickelback because I'm like, they got a bad rap. I, I like A lot of their music, I'm like, it's not the best around, but it's not... I don't hate it, you know, like, it's, it's so like, I'm sorry they're Canadian and I'm not going to say they're different, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) They're different, kill it. (laughs) They say a boot. A boot. (laughs) It's a boot. It's a boot the music. It's It's a a boot boot. the music. (laughs) It's a boot the memories. It's a boot the photographs. You can't blame everything on Canada, okay? (laughs) Just... Even though the South Park movie says it, mm-hmm. you can't blame everything on Canada. That's unfortunate. It is. It's unfortunate that we can't blame everything on Canada? It is a joke. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Weird Al... I, it didn't go lost by me. <laughs> well, but Weird Al also, like, made fun of, like, Canada as far as, like, don't trust them. They're up north, and, like, who knows what they're doing? Like, they're always so friendly and everything. It's like... I think Canada every single fucking day for Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to lick his eyeball. <laughs> I try to do that to Brandon. You tell me not. <laughs> you say no. Nope. Knock it off. So, music, of yep. course. <laughs> Back to the I music. Am, yeah, I am. I am not a. I don't necessarily follow Sean Mendez, but. I will just say, you had mentioned earlier. I like that to think that I'm as handsome as Sean is. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Thank sure. You. I don't even. <laughs> I don't. But I can't think Canada for you, can I? Uh, You're not from Canada. Not really. No. <laughs> You're like thank America. Thank America. 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 I'm mainly German, so let's just keep it there. <laughs> thanks, <Whoa>. Germany. <laughs> thanks, Germany. I think that's the first time somebody said thanks, Germany. I'm like. Probably 80 years. <laughs> probably 80 years. I'm just saying. Yeah. Probably roughly around 80 years. Thanks, Dad. Jesus. <laughs> Your dad's Jesus? <laughs> that's but, the next topic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the next session. I was immaculately concepted. <laughs> Conceived. It's like Star Wars. I'm like a Jedi. Like, no, turn to the dark side. They have the better toys. That's what Bad guys said. always have the better toys. Yeah. So, I did want to go back to... I know. <laughs> Horrible transition. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I did want to go back to... So, your band is not currently not currently recording. Correct. Not currently active. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean not to check them out. Definitely check them out. It's good For sound. Sure. Everything that we've heard so... Like, everything we've heard 
sounds great. Thank you. Like, I'm surprised that this shit is not on radio or internet or something. Like, I mean, it is I on mean, the it internet. Is, it is on the internet, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it doesn't have airtime. Like, yeah. it, like, I feel like it should. I appreciate it. Thank you. The transition from being in a band and then doing solo work, pardon me, you also have your solo music, mm-hmm. which I do want to highlight as well. What, um, is it the same kind of genre or is it like a little bit different? Like, so from what I gathered, it seems like the, the band itself was a bit in the past, not like super far past. Yeah. Is your solo music more recent or is it, um, it, like different positions in your life, right? Everybody goes through transitions in their life and they have, they have, I make angry music. Not saying to your music. I'm just <laughs> saying, sure. like, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, as a as a generalization from an artist perspective, it would be like, I make angry music. Maybe that's what you start out with. It's like I make angry music, and I'm teen angst because I'm a teenager, or I'm like just recently, you know, just recently turned into an adult, but I still have this teen angst. So I'm going to sing about this, and I'm going to do all my lyrics about teen angst. And then as things go along, and as you get older. And as you learn, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, as a human, um, that sound changes. Now, some people can't rec- have problems recovering from that. Like, they have a new sound. People got all over Metallica for that. People have gotten all over so many artists because of that. What does the solo Dave sound like in comparison to what you did with the band? Solo Dave. It makes me sound like a superhero. Thank <laughs> you. you. Um, solo Dave. I imagine you have this giant solo <laughs> cup around you. I have a cape, you, actually, like... that I wear when I uh, record my music. Um, <laughs> Sweet. Your wife's like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's part of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you're doing this again? Okay. <laughs> um, honestly, um, it's, a, it's a mixture of both. It, it kind of captures both my old self and my new self, and it's like a mixture of both. So, um... Some of the songs that you'll hear from my solo projects are like a combination of my past life mixed in with my new life. So um, the song you're going to probably hear pretty shortly, uh, Save Yourself, is an older song that I have actually re-recorded uh, with my newer uh, recording equipment mm-hmm. that kind of makes it sound a little bit more authentic. Um and we like to say professional. Professional. Polished. Yeah. Just polished. Yeah. A little bit more polished <laughs> mm-hmm. than before. Like, if you listen to our episodes of the podcast, like, one through whatever, until we got the new equipment, <laughs> it's like, what are they recording on? What is going on here? And now it's like, I can actually hear Thomas. And <laughs> yeah. Perfect way of putting it. Yes. Yeah. So, I would say um, some of my songs are more polished uh, from the older days. And then, also, too, a lot of it is transitioned to my new self. Where um, it kind of just takes me to different places. Like um, before, it was more emotional and uh, from past experiences with relationships. Um, I've obviously been um, in a good place now in the past eight years being with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so life has been a lot better with relationship status. So um, right. my music has also evolved from then. So um, I've kind of gone from the emo screamo rock sound to the acoustic electronic happy sound 
Um, so the song you're going to hear is uh, a polished version of my older song. So it's still going to sound probably similar to what you've heard previously. Mm-hmm. But if you actually go out to the page, uh, you'll hear other songs that are a little bit more happy sounding and uh, a different vibe that you're going to hear. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And to speak to the evolution of music, you know, like the... As as a band grows or as a person grows in their music making, the the fans they get used to hearing a certain sound, right. and like you know like you you're okay. So <laughs> if you're a fan of the music, you can respect it or appreciate it for what it is and what it's evolving into right. without thinking like, oh, well, it doesn't sound exactly the same as this last they four, sold out. four singles and they sold out. You know, right. it's like, right, right. well, maybe you should respect the music for what it is and like hear how it's evolving and you can either take it for what it is and evolve with it or step away and like just know that this is still music that you can go back to the old music and still hear it. It's not being taken away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that, and I wanted to ask you because of the two songs that we heard so far, what do you get your inspiration? Is it, was it, did you mainly get inspiration from bad experiences or just, just experiences? Uh, to be honest, most of my music has come from bad experiences um, or experiences that didn't turn out to be exactly what right. I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, it's for me, music is comes from the heart. Yeah. So it's basically whatever I feel at the moment. Yeah. So um, as I've evolved over the years, mm-hmm. it has definitely come to more of a negative to a positive. Yeah. And you'll probably hear that in the songs that you hear. Uh, as you listen to my solo projects, yeah, uh, that are more evolved. I I think past. that that's why the emo name came from what it's come from. You know, like like the like when you're hearing emo music, it's emotional music. You right. know, it's a lot of times they're taking from those negative experiences and putting like a lot of passion into a song about those negative experiences, and so it turns into this screamo thing, right? Because it's like. I mean, you're literally hearing a therapy session, you know, exactly over and over and over again on the radio. <laughs> and it's like, just take it for what it is and be like, that's, I mean, I'm, uh, thank you for letting us into this portion of your life. And that's awesome. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I was a, I was a goth kid. So everything was all about death and the beauty of death. And you know, it was, it was, I mean, seriously, <laughs> I can never say I went that dark, but you know I can appreciate everyone's like yeah. emotional stance. Of oh, where I can they pull were. taffy like nobody else. <laughs> I've saying. never once seen you pull taffy. I can do it, but uh, you usually make fun of my. Yes, already, I do, and I would, I would, dancing. I would love to see you pull taffy because that's. I would record it and put it up on the website. And that's, <laughs> and that's why it does not happen. <laughs> because I know you have a phone. Thomas, okay, imagine, okay, put your fist in front of your body and then swing the fist from left to right. <laughs> and that's Thomas's upper. So no. I would love to see a pulling taffy motion with those arms because mm-hmm. I'm like, get your fucking hands into it, bud. <laughs> like, woo! With this guy. <laughs> like, hands in the air. <laughs> I just want to see that once. That, that raising the roof motion is nowhere in the goth He's like, I'm not a basic lifestyle. bitch. Thanks, yeah, Megan. I'm not a basic bitch. <laughs> so, what is the name of, of your solo work? Uh, right now it's just Dave Voda's music. Um, so I have about like eight to ten songs right now. 
mm-hmm. and currently there's some more in the making, so nice. stay tuned. Nice. Um, but for right now, uh, this next song that you're about to hear is called Save Yourself. Awesome. Well, with that, we're going to close out our podcast, and we want to thank, thank you so much, Dave, for coming out. Thank you finally thank you. for coming over. Yes. Not thank only, you for having me. Not only for podcasting with us but for sharing your music it's been awesome like this oh, for sure thing. i appreciate you guys yeah Thank this you. is a, a new this event great this is kind of awesome we're not playing well it's copyrighted but <laughs> we're not playing copyrighted music that we're going to be sued and or taken down for. we've gotten permission from the uh owner thank you <laughs> yes me <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so we'll have links to uh, all of his soundcloud on the description as well as the website uh you can find that at soundcloud slash dave otis music it's o-a-t-i-s music and um this is megan this is thomas and this is dave signing out have a good evening have a good evening just to
time has come. It's the end of the show. It's over now, and we must go. We hope you had fun, but we'll be back again. You, you can, can sing, sing our song until then. Porch Drunkies, Porch Drunkies, Porch Drunkies.